Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The truth is out there. And here, who knows? But either way, we're opening up the Bloom Files here on Post Show Recaps and X Files First Watch slash Rewatch Podcast. Angela Bloom, guess who's back, 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 back again? Richie? Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Gary? Gary? Teresa? Teresa? Billy? <laughs> I guess, actually, several people could so fit many the lyrics people. of that song. Yeah, but I guess, but I guess so you're burying the lead there a little bit. With no offense to all those Oregonians, Fox Mulder is back. He's back, baby! So again, as we talked about last Not week, really. he sort of has has been back, or at least has been a part of the show Yeah, yeah. Uh, for parts but of season 8. But David Duchovny is back for like a little snippet here. Um, past the, you know, one of his 11 episodes he agreed to do. <laughs> so he's like, alright, one of these is gonna bring me back. I'm so intrigued by the timing of this. So we're talking about two episodes mm-hmm. today as per usual. Episode 14, This Is Not Happening. Episode 15, Dead Alive. You know, I feel like Usually, this type of thing is reserved for an end of season yes, thing, right? A like premiere. a big celebratory thing of Mulder's back. Instead, it's like near the end of the season. Yeah. Well, I think it's near the end of the season because the it's the penultimate because the end of the season is the baby situation. Mm. So I think that with that in mind, they so wanted like they, to... They, they came into season eight with like two major things to check yeah, off. Yeah, like we abducted Mulder because David Duchovny quit the show, but now that we've gone through these negotiations and he's going to do 11 episodes for us, we're going to bring him back and then Scully's going to have a baby. You know, so I think that that's probably why, but... Um, they do do a bit of a time jump in between. Do they do do a bit of a time jump in between? This is not happening and dead alive because it's like um, Scully's pregnant and then she's very pregnant. Yes, well, I, <laughs> yeah. think they, I think they say what three three months? months. Yeah, yeah so which is a whole trimester. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know firsthand that is a significant difference. True that. All right, well let's start getting into this is not happening, uh, which is. This is this, great episode. This is one of the it's it's there are two great episodes, but I would say this is one of the cornier titles I've encountered. Yeah, you laughed a few times during this episode at some of the dialogue, but um Because they do use this titular line many times, in one particular instance that we'll talk about at the very end, but uh it gets invoked here in the very beginning. Yes. We're in Montana. Mm-hmm. And Richie is chasing a UFO. Mm-hmm. We you didn't realize this is Richie right off the bat, but Yeah, I gotta admit, like, you know, it had been obviously a long time since we saw those people from the pilot 
to the season seven finale. Yeah, this and guy's the, from the season seven finale. And I, I got sort of face blind because I recognize the one, the other guy who actually got abducted, right? Finch is the one that I would probably recognize more so than Richie. Yeah, the one that he does not make it. Right, <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, so basically he sees an abduction or, or a, uh, a he, UFO. Yeah, he sees a light in the sky and he's like chasing it down with a disposable camera that you give him <laughs> the pharmacy. Yeah, although this is something I was trained to do since a young age. My dad works for Fujifilm and this was a Kodak camera, so I had to it so uh, yeah, i'm trying to did you ever used to or was this again like poor etiquette in your household where you would do the thing where you'd wind it up to, to start up the flash and then you'd slap it on your hand and the flash would go off i mean i didn't i don't think i ever did that and i don't think we ever did that but like it wasn't poor etiquette like we didn't like respect well, cameras like a deity well, but... yeah, i didn't know if it was like you know how polaroid <laughs> no it was like a, shaking a polaroid it was like a go army beat navy type thing like mm, we're gotcha. fujifilm Kodak, yeah, no. you like have your team, right? Yeah, you can't, like, you can't this is use a Fuji that kind household. of film. But then digital came about and everything went to the, the I mean, pooper. Listen, I mean, listen, it's not a, a great camera because it's not taking good pictures of the UFO, so not right. a good ad and, for Kodak. And sort of bearing the lead here, nobody was abducted, but somebody was dropped, and we find out that this is Teresa Hosey. Yeah, but Richie's going to run to the naked body and just say, this is not happening, this yeah. is not happening. Because he feels like it's all happening again. But I like the double use of it because the first time he says it, it's that his camera like runs out of juice yeah. by the time the UFO disappears over the horizon. So it's more so like, a, oh, I can't believe this. Yeah, like and then it's, farts. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, wow, this is not happening. Oh, this is unbelievable. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He does a good job there. Um, so he's going to get interrogated. Um, off screen. Off, off screen? Well, because the next thing we get here is basically... Doggett, Scully, and Skinner are coming together. Oh, at the hospital. Right. Well, well, Skinner's like, oh, there's a report about Richie and mm-hmm, the UFO mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Teresa. Basically, like you said, Teresa, who was, if we recall correctly, the wife of the police officer that was abducted, who was also abducted, had that cute little baby that yeah. got left behind uh, when, you know, the, the ABHs came for her. Exactly. She was returned. She was returned, but she was returned a little messed up. Yeah, so we have uh, maybe one of the most unprofessional doctors I've seen yeah. in quite some time. Like, <laughs> Truly. <laughs> like, they come into this hospital and he's like, oh, Thank God you're here. Oh man, this girl, this, this lady is really circling the drain. Yeah, he says circling the drain. Like, not you cool, know, that, dude. That medical jargon of circling the drain. So not good. And he's like also very, I don't know, I guess maybe I'm assuming that doctors are supposed to be fairly divorced from their work emotionally, but he's like, I've never seen this form of mistreatment well, before. Yeah, but I think that's hard for them to, when you're talking, they're supposed to be divorced from it, but then when you're talking to like a peer, I think you can I have mean, a. Little, is a medical doctor, yeah. Yeah, but even so, like the FBI, the police, anything like that, you can be, you're not talking to a civilian, so you're not trying to keep things like, yeah, like it's even not, keeled. Like, yeah, an average show walked in and the doctor's like, woof, look at this. <laughs> yeah, <one."> exactly. <laughs> but he also, um, what's weird about him also is that he, um, is like, well, I don't even know why you came. Like, I don't know why you're here. Well, because basically... <laughs> this woman's dead. Yeah, she's on death's door. I mean, it's pretty visceral to what the doctor Yeah, she's gross. That. Her organ tissue was cut away, and uh, there's damage to her soft palate, which mm-hmm. makes sense, given what we saw. Yeah. Burned into my retinas from that se- from the season the premiere, right? Of, like, the drill, and, mm-hmm. Mulder, and Mulder's face being pulled back, and clearly there was some stuff done to organs as well. Yeah, just not good. Lots yeah. of experimentation. So, yeah, now is when Doggett and Scully drop in on Richie. Yeah. Um, and they, they don't interrogate they him. They find him. Yeah, they just find him. Like, he At a turns, motel, I think. Because it basically turns out that he was been looking for Gary 
Uh, and he sort of has been like, like a good friend. Stay Farm is there. <laughs> um, so he has been following the news and you, there's like a whole wall, right? Just full of he, various he's been UFO following, photos. Yeah, he's been following UFO spottings and that's how he got to Montana. Um, and so like he is somebody that Doggett suspects, not and and Scully's kind of like, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, so let's sort of set up the dichotomy in these two episodes is that Doggett's like, great, we're looking for Mulder, but like, don't say anything about aliens because I don't believe it. Right. And Scully's like, no, you have to, you have to at least have an iota of thought in your head that Mulder was abducted and will be returned. And Doggett's like, nope, sorry, it's been more than half the season, but I'm still not fully invested yeah, exactly. in, that, in that idea at this point. Yeah, it's a little frustrating because, like, clearly he sees stuff later and he's like, oh, I believe her full blown it's now. Tough. Yeah, it's tough because we've already been through this. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, <laughs> it's repeating itself. And we went through seven seasons of Scully finally becoming a believer only to have another person come in and have to do the same cycle again. It's, Which it's, is nice when we meet Monica Reyes as well, because, like, she, you don't have to do that with her. She kind of just is everybody's BFF. Before we do, though, we get one more shot. Luckily, David mm-hmm. Duchovny will be returned to us, but they couldn't do it. Without one more gruesome scene of him on the table with the hooks in his face. Yeah, just looking He looks god-awful. We should also mention that Doggett sees, um, finds some Nike footprints in the ground, and that's Mm -hmm. why he thinks that it's Richie, because he's a size 8 Nike. (laughs) between Kodak and Nike, man, like, these uh, companies are not getting the best advertisement in this episode. Yeah, you can be a murderer's shoes. Yeah, the murder, the murderer. And not shoes. capture photos. Just do it. Kill him. Yeah, really. <laughs> so Scully, you know, has a little bit of a nightmare. I'm, I guess, I'm assuming that she. Yeah, you were a little confused about this, and I don't think there's supposed to be a clarity here. Other so you than don't think that she like saw him on the UFO. No, I think she did. I think she's having like prophetic dreams, and this is how she's like she's like connected to yeah. him. Well, she had a nightmare that Mulder died. And yeah, she goes to visit Skinner, and this is a really sweet scene where like. Sheen Skinner just looks up at the sky. Well, the best part about this is, if you recall, initially, there's a lot of times where Mulder and Scully are in separate hotel rooms, Mm -hmm. motel rooms, and she'll come to his door seeking guidance or comfort or, you know, even in the episode where, you know, she's, um, he's going to be abducted. Like she's, they're cuddling. and, And so she goes to Skinner's door and it's like, she's looking for that, but it's like not not actually gonna be that yeah Skinner like, tries his best yeah he does his best but he's not Mulder and so what he went and did his best uh and so <laughs> Scully's gonna have this really nice monologue though right where she looks up at yeah. the sky and she's like you know Mulder always used to say that's where souls reside I hope he's right yeah again I, I guess I hope he's right too yeah because again she's we're all a, dust and shadows <laughs> you really like to say that multiple times you bring your existential dread into this podcast wow judgment not no judgment just a, just a. you married me i did marry you and i love it okay every single second great uh so we see something shady going on at the hospital mm-hmm. so some guy shows up and is like oh i've got to transfer teresa uh yeah, some and doctor a, and like what big big musical sting plays of oh mm-hmm. my god but this is when I, I just pointed out to you, I was like, this is Jeremiah Smith. Like, this is that guy who shape changes. Yeah, I was because, like, I didn't uh, want you to be that confused. I was like, okay, clearly the music is supposed to indicate that this is someone <laughs> yeah. important, but yeah. I have no earthly idea who this is. Yeah, because he wasn't anybody. All I noticed were those sweet-ass Nikes. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so he takes Teresa um, away. Yes, he takes um, Teresa away. All right. Bring her out, Angela. Let's talk Monica Reyes. Shiny black hair, baby. Standing on like a mysterious dusty hill. 
I love Monica Reyes. Uh, here's the thing. She has like a bad, bad rap because she was brought in to theoretically replace Jillian Anderson at the end of the season because it was, she was thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. She ends up make, saying through the entire series, but with the idea that we need to replace Scully, you know, they, when they replaced Mulder, they were like, we want somebody who's in between Mulder and Scully. We don't want yeah. a Mulder. And it's like with Scully, we don't want another Scully. We want somebody who might be in between. And one of the big things that they were looking for was we want somebody who's a little bit more of a ray of sunshine mm. at this point in the series. <laughs> somebody who is not necessarily always on the dread of dread and mm-hmm. just like Debbie Downing the whole thing. You know, even Scully is like, Right from the get go, very rational, very much so a serious person. Yeah. Mulder was like the ha 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 one. Yeah, he was sort of like the goofball kind of aloof. Yeah, about so a lot of stuff. they replaced Mulder with uh, somebody who was also very much so a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Like, Doggett is not a goofball. Doggett Downer. <laughs> yeah. And so they, when they bring in Monica Reyes, I think they want to try to bring some levity to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, she will also become, uh, Doggett's partner in the, season nine so interesting because it's so it's clear they have a relationship which it's interesting yeah it's like an fbi relationship but like considering the various pairs that's the first time right because boulder and scully didn't know each other yes and then doggett and scully didn't know each other yeah but i wouldn't say that he knows her like in a biblical sense like he's not like you know like um he he just calls her up because he knows that she's kind of into this stuff um because she is the leading expert in a cult like murder. Yeah, she says her Invest- master's yeah. she has a master's in religious studies and her specialization is specifically in ritualistic crime. Yeah, so like occult murders and like cult stuff and Yeah. It's interesting. So Spencer described her, I think, in a really good way in his email. He calls her Melissa Fowley. Yeah. It's like a yeah. hybrid of Melissa Scully with mm-hmm. like the hippy dippy new age aspects yeah. combined with sort of like the FBI crime-solving nature of Diana Fowley. I hate Diana Fowley. Don't even put them in the same sentence. All right. Well, maybe it's, she just took her last name only. But I, I see that. It's this idea yeah. of, like, what if someone who had a bit of this more spiritual connection was an FBI some, agent? Yeah, like, worked yeah. for the hardline FBI. It's, it's an... All, I mean, all, that's kind of what... I mean, Mulder kind of fit that mold at the beginning of the series. Fit that Mulder. Because he's somebody who had, like, this criminal, you know, uh, background, yeah. criminal investigatory background, like, profiling background, and then kind of fell into more of a X-Files space. But, like, he had that background of a strict FBI agent. So, I don't know. I, I don't hate her. I love no, her. No, I mean, I'll admit, the, the the prospect itself almost sounds interesting enough to kind of be its own show. Like, if, yeah. if, a, if a new series had started that was like, hey, here's yeah. someone who sort of believes in the occult, but also is, like, a hard-lined FBI agent. And I feel the, like this show exists. I feel like it's I know, exist. it just feel like a CBS procedural, <laughs> yeah. right, about cults, like CSI cult. I feel like I've watched this show, though. It should be noted, Monica Reyes is, like, the second major, only, and the only second major character on the show to smoke. Yes. Right? Like, they make a, a big thing to well, show Well, this is to, like, 2001. This is early 2001. This is pre-9-11. This is pre, uh, you know, I don't know how many, not pre- rules about smoking but like definitely things were still sort of in the zeitgeist about being a sexy smoker well no it's interesting because though we talk so many times right about how apparently in the universe of the x-files only one person smokes and it's yeah. the cigarette smoking man it's interesting to see another one yeah, yeah and she also will say a couple times like she's smoking for like she she's like oh i may, i want to quit i should quit i'll quit you know like it's throughout the season too she'll say it yeah, she's and it's like, like kids don't do what i do yeah exactly like do what i say not what i do so um, we basically get like the rundown on monica she gives like a couple of her what i would say mm-hmm. commandments um yeah. i wrote down one i go off what i know but i try to stay open yeah uh, which is basically her her like telling the audience like 
yeah, I may be a bit out there, but like, I'm not so far out there. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not an idiot. I'm relatable at the same time. Yeah, which I think was what rubbed people the wrong way about her, that she seemed a little forced in here, but. Well, I will say what doesn't help is I do not like the whole feelings idea. <laughs> yeah, that she has this like intuition. It's yeah, like this ESP idea. type thing. This idea that she was just like following her gut when it comes to things and that leads her to opportunities. I'd much rather think about it as like, hey, she has these thoughts and those translate into investigatorial skills rather than just like, meeny, meeny, miny, mo, let's do this. That's so rude for you to say. Her woman's intuition is uh, part of her. It's it's helping her and you shouldn't be misogynistically turning it down. I do apologize. So rude. Anyway, <laughs> um, Reyes believes through her feelings. Um, I just don't think they're describing it well. I think yeah. that she has some kind of like psychic intuition. See, I would like that more than I agree the way it was described, which is her just sort of being like, like it almost seems I like- feel like it. <laughs> Thank you for quoting the one line from Bluey that only the two of us quote. That yeah. I think even parents who are devoutly fans. Feel like anyone who watched that one episode where that dog pretzel at daycare didn't want to feel like playing. I want to play. It's a very relatable attitude, I think. Ah, uh, pretzel. He's my jam. <laughs> that pretzel jam. Mm. So we see for a hot second, though, like we briefly cut away to like, oh, where's Teresa? And it's like you said, Jeremiah Smith is healing. Her. Yes, but I was going to say that Reyes believes through her intuition that Mulder may have joined a UFO cult. That's like her like conclusion that she's come to. Yeah, so um, Scully's going to meet Monica at the hospital mm-hmm. where she is reviewing Teresa's x-rays for nasal implants. Yes. Because um, this is where she also clarifies, like you said, like, might be part of a UFO cult, but I do not believe in UFOs themselves, but I believe in people who worship them almost. Yeah, exactly. And I think Scully's kind of like, well, here's the thing, like, I don't know if, like, aliens, ex- you know, Scully's still sort of on this, like, I don't know what happened to me because I don't remember it, right. like, all of that sort of vibe. Yes, she believes in aliens, she believes in UFOs, but, like, she doesn't know, she feels like she doesn't know anything, you know, like, yep. I know that implants exist in people, so that's where I'm gonna look. <laughs> like, but Monica is about to get a huge dose of mm-hmm. reality, so she's driving along, lighting up that SIG, mm-hmm. when her car turns off for a hot yeah. second, uh, We and we know what that means, yes. so she does not... And she, her car turns back on just in time for her to see a bright light overhead. Mm-hmm. And UFO so baby. She follows that UFO and someone else does as well. Uh, and we get, we actually see, see like the drop off process, yes. right? Like the UFO uncloaks. Drops, drops its load, recloaks. Bye. Yeah, it's very much like a wet, hot American summer, mm-hmm. right? When they drive the kids out yeah. of the van and push yeah, them out. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and we see that Jeremiah Smith plops down in his Nike shoes mm-hmm. and loads the person up. And this is Jeremiah Smith as we remember him. Yeah, so not, this is old man Jeremiah. Yeah. Jeremiah Smith. This isn't some random actor. This is the actual actor who plays him. And we also see him accompanied by who we will find out his buddy named Absalom. Let's talk about Absalom for a second because yeah, we're going to find out a lot more. <laughs> about him specifically in the second uh, episode. Uh, he's a, a random cult leader. Real name, Travis Clayton Moberly. 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 I say Marlboro? Yeah, he's a leader of a doomsday cult. And then doomsday didn't happen. So... So, and so it's... And the, the way they try to personify it later on is like he became a bit of a huckster. They said like, oh, yeah. that didn't happen. He turned to tax evasion. So yeah, like, he became just like... He went down the rabbit hole there. But then he met Smith, who 
actually has powers and he started yeah. following him and doing his bidding and helping him save people who were dropped off by aliens. So you pointed out, uh, once he's upon a, a time, uh, maybe Absalom had his own alien experiences. <laughs> yeah. So he's an actor who plays like the right hand dude to Khan in, uh, Wrath of Khan. Yeah. So from Star Trek. Because I was, when you said like, oh, he's from Wrath of Khan, like, is, is that Ricardo Montalban? It is not Ricardo Montalban, but it is his buddy. <laughs> yeah. Revenge is a dish best served cold like Mulder's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so basically, like, you know, they pick up the body and Monica mm-hmm. spies them. And She's like, put that, like, stop. Like, that's a dead body. And she tries to run after them, but they do get away. They do get away, but she also finds another body. Um, yes. And this is poor Gary. Yeah. A.K. Finch. He never got to bang Stifler's yeah. mom. Yeah, and so we find out later that they had taken Mulder mm-hmm. and Gary was left behind. Um, and like, so, they, like they just didn't have enough time, obviously, with Monica's interruptions. Or maybe yet. they didn't even see him. You know, yeah. like they, sometimes it's one body, sometimes you don't know how many it's going to be. So anyway, they're the FBI is able to identify the compound of Absalon. And yeah. so they're, they're assuming that's where he has was taken. Um, that, and she thinks like, Oh, they have a body. Like maybe it's Mulder. Maybe yeah. it's not like, who knows? So there's but, a really sweet moment from Scully here where Richie comes in to like mm-hmm. identify the body and he cries and she cries at him. Yeah. crying. I wonder if part of that is her projecting like, how would I react if Mulder was dead? Yeah. Uh, though she's gonna Well, go. she's also, I mean, this is like, I don't want to say this is something that is like a trope, but she is pregnant. There are a lot of hormones when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think just like maybe emotions are at peak too, because she's like every second she's waiting for it to be Mulder. You know, it's yeah. like when you're, when you're a parent of like a kidnapped child, like you're waiting for that call, like, mm-hmm. and you never stop waiting. So. Um, but in this case, it would be like if you were the parent of a kidnapped child and a bunch of other children. Yeah, they were, but and they were getting found, and then yeah. yours was not, and you were like, "Where's my kid?" And also, yeah. like, is he dead? Is he alive? I don't know. You mm-hmm. know, so right, well, tough, tough spot to be in. Let's invade Casa de Absalom here. The Absalom. Fe- the feds bust in. Uh, I like the image of them like camped out in the Badlands, right? Yes. White sheets hanging around. They're serving up stew or something. Yeah, this is very much so like a, um, like a, I don't want to say a compound, but like a, what is it? A commune. Yes, yes, Like, yes, this yes. is a hippy-dippy commune where there were, you know, he was a leader of a doomsday cult. Like, this is probably like the leftovers of that, mm-hmm. you know? So, but now it's just kind of a compound. <laughs> I was wrong last time, but this, uh, his, this is a different one. Yeah, it is a different. I do UFOs now. I do UFOs now, yeah. <laughs> so, so the, the feds bust in uh, and Scully finds that Teresa is all healed. Mm-hmm. She's all good. Yeah, and so she corners this guy who she can tell is Absalom in the yeah. crowd. Um, no, uh, no, Jeremiah Smith. Jeremiah Smith. So she, um, what Absalom tells them is that they've been taking abductees and healing them because mm-hmm. they've been left for dead. Yeah, um, Absalom also reveals he's a little bit of a, a creep, right? Because like he gets yeah, interrogated by they don't find Jeremiah Smith here. No, yeah, they find they find Absalom, and Absalom's like. Well, I film everyone to give them a sense of security. It's like, I don't know. Does everyone else know that you're filming them? <laughs> no, it's kind of like where we live, where when we moved in, we didn't realize that our landlord had put literally like 5,000 cameras in the perimeter of our apartment. Like, <laughs> not inside, but inside the garage. And we were like, this is weird. Like, I don't. And she would constantly text us and be like, oh, we see you're doing this. And be like, okay, why are you watching us? <laughs> yeah, we realized actually that it is Absalom, that mm-hmm. it is a real person. So this is a real close to home episode in so many ways. 
Um, but Absalom at the moment is, you know, Scully's going to be like, who healed Teresa? And Absalom is not going to give that yeah. information up, which makes her sad. Yeah. And so they're going to, the way they figure out that it is Smith is that um, Reyes is looking at a video of the compound raid and mm-hmm. she's identifies that there's this moment where Smith steps through a doorway and turns into Doggett. So some random guy steps through a doorway and is all of a sudden Doggett. And Doggett's like, that can't be me. I wasn't even in the compound. Yeah, and but Scully's like, I know exactly what we're dealing with. Yes, here. exactly. Yeah. And so she they're gonna go back to the compound because they're like, Oh, Smith is still there. And so she runs in and she finds him because she sees his Nike shoes. Yeah. I mean yeah, I was going to say, like, good, uh, I'm talking about intuition, like, good Colin Slowly just pulling a random person aside, but I guess I hadn't noticed that she'd picked mm. out the shoes. She picked out the shoes, but I also think that she could, like, tell from the way he was looking <laughs> like at her. Like, skirting his eye contact yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, so basically, like, he pulls Jeremiah aside, you know, Monica Rice is like, this is crazy, I'm believing, and then as soon as she does, he turns into Jeremiah Smith. Yeah, and so... He only wants to identify himself to her. So he he's like you Because then he feels like otherwise he's like endangering himself, right? Because Yeah, cuz he's the whole thing is like the aliens have were be, like trying to get him. Right, exactly. That the whole onus of those that those first couple of episodes was that like he was sort of rebelling against yeah. the whole colonization thing and was healing people. And so if aliens are dropping these people off and he's healing them, it's not going to be good for the aliens. So yeah, he's like pretty upset with Scully cuz he's like you are endangering the situation situation here you know like i can i can save people and like you're messing that up um but anyway uh skinner comes to the door yeah and she's like uh i got news they found Mulder Mm -hmm. and scully you know runs through the woods this is like a very emotional moment passionately and they find a group crowded around what looks to be a dead body. Yeah, it was a lifeless body for sure. And she immediately turns around and starts running back to the compound because she's like, I need to get Smith so he can heal him. But the UFO gets him. Yeah, she sees the UFO. He's because, gone. Because they exposed the cult, they work quickly. She she runs through. She sees an empty room and she says, This, this is not happening! happening. No! <laughs> Yay, that's the part that got you. That's the, like, I'm sorry, ever since Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> like, the extended dramatic yeah, no you couldn't deal with can it. never not be funny to me. So, Julian It's Anderson, not funny to me, but. Julian Anderson knocks it out of the park in these couple episodes. It's that one moment that took me out of, like, they had to have her do the no, really. Yeah. Sorry, I just yawned real loud. Wow. Well, hopefully <laughs> you will not We're be. recording at 8.30 at night. Uh, hopefully you will not be lulled into, like, a bedtime. comatose state where people can't tell if you're alive or yes. dead. Anyway. Well, we're going to talk about that, actually, in just a second to see what happens to Mulder. Is he dead? Is he alive? Or is he dead alive? We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We're back. Mm. And let's go mm. bury mm. Fox Mulder. Back, back, back. I'm just trying to do what you did. Back yeah, I love again. it. It works yeah. even better. Um, so we are talking about Dead Alive, mm-hmm. uh, which features a Emmy Award for Outstanding Makeup. Oh, boy. I mean, I guess it's effective makeup in well, that yeah. it's incredibly gross. Well, yeah, so I think that the body that they exhume later is not actually Mulder and makeup, that it's like a double wearing a mask of Duchovny's head. Wow. So it's like very like detailed, obviously. So. I would say the makeup more so probably the highlight is from the Billy Miles stuff, right? Like yeah, the how, sloughing. Uh, the sloughing and how waterlogged he looks. <laughs> you were like, no, no, no. Well, yeah, we'll get to that more anyway, later. Anyway, uh, talk about a Jesus plot here. Yeah, he's a bear. He has been resurrected. You know, instead of three days, it's three months. Yeah, so we kind of opened this episode, and this is why I think we were talking about this. This does feel like a season finale, season premiere. Yeah. Three months later is a long time to jump between episodes. Yeah, so we, we, we start with the funeral, though. Yes, uh, we so do this start with the funeral. appears to happen at, you know, shortly after. No! Mm-hmm. Uh, where yeah. snow is on the ground, Mulder's in the ground. Yeah. Um, it's, I thought it was weird that Dogga was at the funeral. You didn't seem to I think that was I didn't the case. think it was all at all weird. He's her partner. And also, this is like the 15th episode in the season of them being partners. So they have a relationship that you're just not privy to. I guess so. Yeah, I guess he's more so there for school. Like, so you're resident. telling me that you, if you had a partner in the FBI okay. and you're, and I died. Mm-hmm. And they didn't come to your funeral. <laughs> you would be okay with that? Well, no, because the implication there would be like they would at least know of you, right? And like would have met you, maybe. Like Doggett has not met Mulder. Okay, so I uh, am in a coma. Okay. And they've never met me. Uh-huh. And they're your only solace because that's your job and your life is your work. And I die because I was in a coma. They don't come to my funeral? I guess they do. They do. I'm like, right. Now you made me so sad. I'm sorry. It's a terrible situation. Um, it's not the case. Uh, anyway. And we also so. we get the sad fact pointed out that, you know, the Mulder family essentially has been cursed throughout the entirety. Of yeah. The it's files. always like, that's it. Like he was the last one. Like now there's nothing left from them. Yeah. And she monologues the irony that, mm-hmm. you know, Mulder constantly searched for the truth. But he died before it was ever fully revealed to him. Yeah, and I think Doggett and Skinner, who both here are, I forget which one says it, but they're like, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Like, I think someone else is here to find the truth, like looking to Scully. Yeah, I would imagine that's a Skinner type yeah, of thing. Because, uh, again, Skinner is more likely <laughs> to believe than Doggett at this point. Yeah. Three months later, welcome back, Kirsch. <laughs> yeah. You, you're not a sight for sore eyes. Yeah, and so Doggett's kind of like being congratulated on the situation because by Kirsch. Because ac- according to this, like Doggett was brought in to find Mulder, right? He did back, it. back when they thought that he was like a fugitive and yeah. 
from his perspective, case closed. Yeah, it's tough because I think that this is very much so what they wanted. Like when Scully was brought in to debunk the X Files, like you can imagine them having this conversation with her if they if she had done that. Yeah, you know, like and he's sitting there now with all of this context and with all of this like emotional attachment to them Mm -hmm. and the X Files. Like I think that that's the other thing about why he would go to the funeral. He knows Mulder through Scully. I guess that's true. He wasn't maybe in the beginning he was just brought on to find him as like a a case. Yeah, I mean remember when he tries to pretend to Scully, right, that he knows Mulder. Yeah, but I mean, even the episode where, you know, she's he's like holding her because she's scared. Like mm-hmm. that's like Doggett is like emotionally attached to both of them. Um, but so he's sitting there listening to all this and he's like, hey, I don't think you're getting it, Kirsch. But Kirsch is like, guess what? You can be transferred off the X-Files, baby. Yeah, but he basically is, is saying like he's <laughs> recommending him for promotion, trying to frame it as like this yeah. is a good thing. But Doggett basically sees through it of okay, Scully, you're on maternity leave because you're, yeah. you're, you know, showing at this point. Uh, and then if I get transferred, then it's Kirsch basically has an excuse to close down the X-Files for good. Yeah, and that's not what he wants at this point. Like, I don't think that he necessarily would have cared about it earlier, but, like, he is a good guy. Like, he just wants to do what's right. But that being said, though, Scully recommends that he take the promotion. She says, yeah, get out while you can, Agent Doggett, or you may not be able to get out at all. So I think there's also clearly some, like, residual emotions towards the X-Files that I'm well, sure Scully herself would be maybe fine with leaving it behind. Yeah, I think she's also a little down on the dumps because the love of her life is dead. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. He had so much, like, the X-Files is her, her soulmate. at this point. Right, so, like, I would imagine if... Do you, I, think, do you think they're soulmates? I think they are. Yeah. I think they... And I, I think, agree. But I also think the idea of a soulmate uh, does not necessarily need to be romantic. I totally agree. Like, I think Just so, like how our dog Lily is my soulmate. But I'm right here. I'm kidding. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. So many close calls. I, I mean, know. My heart's been skipping too many beats. I'm going anyway. to cardiac arrest. But I think that, I think maybe this is me, like, making too big of an assumption. I think if the X-Files closed down when Scully went on maternity leave, yeah. I do not think she'd be that sad. No, I don't think she would either. But I think that that's why they're, that is the impetus for the next season is the Doggett and Reyes are committed. Mm-hmm. They're in it. They're like where Scully and Mulder were season two, season three. Like, they are ready to find that truth, baby. So, meanwhile, let's go to Cape Fear. Let's go fishing. Uh, as they go fishing. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Cape Fear? No. It's uh, Why I mean, would I have seen the movie Cape Fear? And you have seen so many movies <laughs> over the course of your life. Um, I mean, I only know about it because of yeah, I was going to say, have you seen the movie Cape Fear? Well, it's the Fear? infamous episode of The Simpsons, which uh. is like a very similar plot, which is like... <laughs> oh, of course. A family goes into witness protection <laughs> mm-hmm. and like, uh, uh, you know, the, the criminal follows them, essentially. But Cape Fear brings about a lot of fear here in terms of makeup as a bunch yes. of night fishermen doing their thing and they spy a body man overboard yeah and it's the decomposing body of billy miles basically yeah the coroner is making light of the situation yeah. uh, essentially using a lot of big words to imply that he's packing yeah i mean yeah well uh, yeah so he says that and he's like also the body is swollen yeah. um because so, it's, it's waterlogged it's, yeah, been in the it's water a waterlogged place. body but he says something about his his penis being quite large because of that reason hey which is disgusting he'll be in some action soon because he's alive <laughs> yeah so he if we don't we need a refresher on billy miles which i don't think we do he was an alien abductee too yeah it was he was fr- taken all at the same time that yeah if you remember from the pilot it was that like him and all of his classmates were like starting to get abducted right he was like one of the one of the only people to like 
Uh, I, th- I can't remember if he does get abducted at the end of the pilot. He doesn't. No, no. He, he remains. Him but, and Teresa are safe. But I remember, if you remember from the season seven finale, right, he became a cop, like yeah. his dad, because he suspected his dad was, like, starting yeah. to, was not who he says he was. Uh, and so, you know, the, basically this body moves yeah. on the table. It has, because- like, a little twitch. It's almost missed. Um, but the coroner, like, uh, basically sees it and is, and, you know, is like, shit. This guy's alive. And so now the whole mystery is, okay, Billy Miles is back and he's alive. Uh, And so Skinner and Doggett, a rare Skinner Doggett pairing (laughs) for a mission. And Doggett's like, we should not be doing this. (laughs) Doing this is digging up Mulder's grave. The proper term is exhuming. I suppose so. But, you know, it's it's rough either way. Basically, Doggett. I I mean, the fact that Doggett says they should do this is wild to me, because if there's a slight chance that they buried somebody alive, I'm sorry, you should dig up that grave. Even if it's been three months, even if it's been three months. But Doggett elects not to tell Scully just to be like, in case he's dead, we don't want to reopen old wounds. Totally. Um, So they open up the casket and they find decomposing Mulder, but um, he has weak vital signs. Yep. And Scully somehow does find out uh, and, and does arrive at the hospital. And she is understandably Breaking out. Yeah. And so she goes to visit Miles, Billy Miles, and he's on life support. Um, and she notices as she's sitting with him that there are two heartbeats on the monitor yeah. and then one disappears. And then all of a sudden he starts like convulsing. Yeah. He has like a like, seizure. Talking like possession, like arcing his back, you know, going up and down on the bed. And then all of a sudden there's only one heartbeat. Yeah. I will say there's also a really nice moment here from Jillian Anderson when she actually mm-hmm. sees Mulder. Yeah. Uh, she like falls into his you know, comatose arms and starts yeah. to cry. Yeah, she's good at crying. We should also mention in the middle of this, Doggett is going to visit Kirsch <laughs> Yes, and again. says, no, thank you. <laughs> well, Kirsch is basically like, yeah, Doggett it tries to turn down the promotion, but Kirsch also like lightly threatens him. Like, why saying, did you exhume this body? <laughs> basically saying, drop, quote unquote, the molder thing, because if it goes badly, it'll reflect badly on the FBI. <laughs> Oh, Kirsch. Yeah, he's, you know, <laughs> he, again, sucks. he he represents what he's supposed to represent and what we don't and what he represents is what we don't like. So I guess he's doing his job in yeah. that regard. Um, So Skinner <laughs> just going about his day. <laughs> yeah, I think at the start of this episode, we noticed it as a guest star in I this saw, episode. I saw Nicholas Lee's stupid name show up. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's here. Here he nanobots. is. The nanobots. So Skinner collapses in the hallway. And you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Nanobots. <laughs> yeah, bloodstream blackmail. And at the helm, Alexander Krychek. Yeah. And so he basically... Um, explains, I guess, to Skinner that he has some sort of vaccine that can save Mulder's life. Right. He, he alleges <laughs> that apparently this was a vaccine that actually Bill Mulder, Bill Mulder had been working on. Yeah. Um, and so Krychek is basically going to be like, you know, hey, give this vaccine to Mulder or I'll kill you. Yeah, no, he says, give this vaccine to Mulder and I will give it to you, but only if you ensure that Scully doesn't have her baby. Right. I, I should say even before that, that yeah. when he sees Skinner, Skinner understandably tells him to go to hell. Oh, and yeah. then Krychek, of course, pumps up the nanobots. Mm-hmm. And Skinner's like, okay, fine. I'm going to listen to your stupid, slimy ass. Yeah, which is uh, a bit of a bummer. I mean, he's not, he was never, you know, Skinner's never going to do something to harm Scully. So, like, he says yes just to, like, I think, get him off his shoulder there. So, we got to talk about this in the middle of the night. The best part of the episode, you Billy Miles uh, pulls out his breathing tube. Yeah, which is disgusting. Gets up and uh, just takes a little mosey onto the shower. And he starts taking a shower. And his skin comes off. His skin just just falls off of his body. 
And I, I think, uh, I, <laughs> I think th- a better way to describe it is his decaying skin. <laughs> that's, that's the thing because, so I think to say I flipped a shit would be an understatement. Yeah. Uh, but it's because my assumption was that there was no skin underneath. <laughs> there just be like one of those bodies exhibit yeah, people. Like it was just like muscle. <laughs> one of those sinew. poor, poor people. But no, like you said, it's basically like there, he was shedding. Yeah. His revealing skin. like a new body beneath it. Yeah. yeah and that's what they're going to find out later, right? That essentially like he was shedding his human skin to like the remade alien form that was underneath. Yeah. So basically what we find out is that, and we'll find this out later, but we can talk about it now. I mean, the aliens were doing experiments on these humans and then using them as hosts for a new kind of alien human hybrid. hybrid yeah. So, um, so no green blooding needed for this one, just scaly skin. No. And these ones, you know, Scully points out earlier that he had two heartbeats because that was Billy and whatever was inside him. Mm-hmm. And then Billy dies. Yeah. And the alien takes over. So are we assuming that Billy, does Billy die on the table? Or does Billy die when the skin falls off him in the shower? I think when, he did, when the heartbeat disappeared. Okay. Interesting. And so it's just like, all right, we're officially done with Billy. Let him yeah. wash off of us. Yeah, really. Um, so Doggett is now trying to essentially. I think try to like caution Scully in this mm-hmm. moment, right? Being like, just so you know, Mulder might be dead. <laughs> yeah, I think that the 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 dogged of it all is that he is very always very cautiously approaching things because he's, yeah, he's of very his, much don't count your chickens. Yeah, I mean, he's had a tough life. Shit hasn't gone great for him so far, and so he's like. I don't want you to face another trauma. Like we thought we found him. We didn't find him. We thought we found him. We d- it's not the first time in the X-Files season eight where they thought they found Mulder and then didn't find him. Right, so that's very true. And then he was dead. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Scully admits to Doggett, you know, all this time, all 15 episodes of the two of us, I did change my opinion on you and your work and how much Which you, she care, should have. you care about this. But to even think about not opening this grave was a wrong thing. I agree. The truth may hurt, but it's all that matters. Uh, yeah, and I don't even think it's about the truth. I think if there's even the slightest chance that somebody has uh, basically been buried alive, you need to know that. Right, but I think she's also saying, like, don't worry about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, she's it's not. Like, I'd rather get hurt and know the truth than live a lie and, yeah. you know, essentially, like, totally. lock myself off. Um, totally, totally, totally. And as they're talking, naked Billy Miles is just walking around. Yeah, and so he... Dingle flopping. He comes across Scully and Doggett, I think, at some point. They just see him, like, walking through the hallways of the hospital. Right, and they do talk to him, and he basically tries to tell them that the aliens who abducted him are trying to save humanity, which is obviously yeah. a line. <laughs> that he he actually remembers being on the UFO. Uh, yeah. He remembers, like, the white room. He remembers being on a ship, not the fishing ship, the spaceship. Yeah. And like you said, he's like, no, the aliens are good. Mm-hmm. They want to actually work with us. Yeah, man. Um, talk about a narc. Anyway, Scully also has a, a report, a lab report, which says that his DNA has changed too. So like, mm-hmm. it's not Billy. She's like, this is a new, a new Billy. Yeah. So meanwhile, Doggett is going to, uh, Doggett like plays, we get like one Absalon scene in jail, mm-hmm. right? Where Absalon just gives a little bit of information about the people that he's found. Yes. Uh, basically just giving the same information yeah. of like came out basically dead. Uh, you know, we we were able to heal them. So I guess the, is the assumption when Jeremiah Smith ha- heals Teresa, for example, is she going to undergo a no. similar metamorphosis or was Billy the first? I think Billy's the first because I think or unless they've missed people, yeah. you know, like because I do think that like, um, you know, like with the idea that they kept him on life support, mm-hmm. that's what 
turned the alien host into, right. you know, so like, yeah, it's this weird thing where like life support actually b- keeping them alive allows the alien mm-hmm. to take over yes. the body and kill the human. Yeah. So anyone that they healed would, you know, be healed from that. They would be alive, but they wouldn't have the, like mm. Jeremiah Smith is an alien. He alien healed them. Uh, well, poor Billy Miles then. Yeah. And poor Gary. Regular, <laughs> regular poor medical care. Yeah. Poor <laughs> Gary, most of all, because he's dead, dead. Yeah. So, Krychek is now just going to waltz on into the hospital, and this is where he mm-hmm. makes that ultimatum, like you said. He basically tells Skinner, uh, uh, like, over Mulder's comatose body, I'll give you the vaccine, but you have to make sure that Scully doesn't have the baby. Yeah, no. There's actually a really interesting moment here where, first, Doggett just passes Krychek in the hospital because he doesn't know him from Adam. Yeah. Um, but... Then basically, like, you know, uh, Skinner, he walks in on Skinner unplugging Mulder. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he's trying to figure out what's going on. Skinner reveals the extortion. And we get a little bit of a Doggett Crycheck yeah. fight, which I never thought I would have expected. I love it. It's interesting. I want Doggett to take him down. Yeah, these two. I mean, Doggett is hardcore. He, yeah. There's an entire sequence where where Doggett is, like, accosting him through the driver's it's side amazing. window. And Crycheck is driving. And Doggett gets, like, hit by all these cars. Yeah. And so... The reason that um, Skinner is pulling, um, at least what we understand, is that he's pulling him off life support because Scully discovers also that the alien virus is being is keeping the abductees alive long enough to cause that genetic transformation. Well, no, I don't. I don't think so. Actually. I don't think Skinner knows that. Well, though. that's the thing. It's going to be revealed that he, actually he just wants to kill Mulder. Yeah, because, <laughs> because he wants to take Mulder off the board, right? Yeah. That's the bargaining chip. So yeah. it's like, well, if I if Mulder's dead, then I don't need to give away Scully's baby. Yeah, it's Mulder or Scully at this point, and there's no guarantee that Mulder's going to make it. So it's Scully. Like yeah. he chooses Scully. Um, but you know, yeah, we get a little bit of a dog it cry check it's, it's intense I, and i like it i don't know I, I didn't think these were two characters that i wanted to see face and off we do life. also see the vaccine quote unquote get destroyed yeah because Krychek is an asshole and he you know yeah. doggett somehow ends up like somehow a mile away mm-hmm. from Krychek, and Krychek just shatters the vaccine yeah. basically being like nah 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 you can't get me yeah he sucks he sucks because he basically like i guess he didn't get what he wanted and so or he, he thought that doggett was gonna force it out of him so he's like um i might as well just destroy yeah, it yeah and doggett like goes to the hospital and he's like yeah you, you were right not to trust try check like yeah. he sucks like he's bad but, he's like, yeah, yeah i know when doggett thinks he's coming back with bad news he's actually facing good news because like you said mm-hmm. keeping on Mulder on life support they were actually hastening the virus yes. so skinner uh derps his way into saving the day yeah so which is great because i guess like the virus the whole point of the virus was to keep the body long enough alive long enough so that the host would come out right so the fact that gary didn't make it is you know was just a bummer but like if if he had had if he had been left alone he probably would have had the virus keep him alive long enough to to have an alien come and out so of basically in like taking molder off life support it sort of Mm -hmm. in a way like billy miles style like shed the alien skin in a way like the alien virus retreated well yeah she said she can use a combination of antiviral drugs to kill the virus if they can get him and his temperature to stabilize yeah which is crazy so meanwhile now they don't need a virus conversation between doggett and kirsch has a very different tone than the other two Mm -hmm. kirsch is po'd and basically says, uh, like, oh, good news about Mulder, but it's going to be awfully crowded down in that X-Files office. It's yeah. Like, You're on the wrong floor. Basically implying promotions off. Yeah, promotions off. You are downtown, baby. And Doggett's like, I'm, I want to be there anyway. Dude. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I know. I just, like, it's, he's pissed because he didn't get his plan. Foiled again. X-Files <laughs> yeah. still exists. Anyway, we're back at the hospital. And Mulder wakes up. Mulder wakes up and he, in his Mulder way, looks to Scully and goes, who are you? I love this, though, because there was, at least for me, a little bit of, like, 
uh, an eye rolling moment of yeah. like, are they really going to have now Mulder as an amnesiac? But then it, no, no, but no, no, it's just, it's him just being, being silly. Even when it, on his deathbed, he's still cheeky. Um, um, and I love the exchange where he says, uh, she says, do you have any idea what you've been through? And he just says, only what I see in your face. Yeah, because it's true. I mean, there's no way for him to know. He also does not know she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, and doesn't know it's possibly his. And it's just a moment where the two of them are so happy to be back yeah. together. And Doggett, you know, does that awkward thing where he pokes his head in for a second and then like leans out mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to interrupt it. Yeah, yeah. Because she's like crying on him. <laughs> and that's the way Dead Alive ends. And Mulder is back. He's back. Uh, this is exciting. I have no idea what happens from here. Uh, you a know, lot. Smolder, <laughs> Smolder, like, all right, get me back in the field. Um, is it more so? No, like, is he going to serve? He's as, not. Is he going to serve as more as an, a, an advisory role? Of- yeah, I think that for him, it's all about sort of uh, his own situation. Um, yeah, I don't because he's not back at the FBI. I don't imagine they wouldn't necessarily take him back. Yeah, and I wonder what the explanation is going to like. Is going to? They be. might take him back, but not yet. I mean, he's just recovered from being dead, right? <laughs> but I wonder what it. What is his Expl- or yeah. I guess what is the FBI going to attempt to explain, right? Because remember, mm-hmm. in the beginning of season eight, they thought he was a runaway. They thought yeah. he was a fugitive. Uh, and so, like, I don't know how, how they explain what's going to happen, but we'll find out next week. Uh, we mentioned this last week. We're just going to keep charging through the arc episodes to finish off season eight. Mm-hmm. So next week, we're going to keep going on this streak. Season eight, episode 16, three words. And season eight, episode 18, Viennin? Mm-hmm. As simple as that? Like yeah. Vienna with, with an N yeah, and so end? we're going to skip um, an episode in between that, which is not an arc episode, but it is one that I think uh, is relevant to talk about here just very quickly mm-hmm. because uh, Monica Reyes basically enlists Mulder's help because they're investigating a killer's connection to the homicide of Doggett's son. Um, oh, interesting. And it's also the first time that Mulder and Doggett are together and they, oh, I, they clash a little bit. Oh, I would bit. imagine it's a bit like cats and dogs. Yeah, so I think you're going to... It's actually quite nice to skip this episode because first it's about child death. Yes, um, and we've and had enough of that in also, season Also, like, let's just yada yada Mulder and Doggett not getting along. Like, <laughs> though, uh, I was surprised that Monica Reyes appeared in one of the episodes this week, but not the other one. Um, yeah, that's true, I guess. I, I think just it was a good introduction to her, and then it was kind of like yada yada. Like, I mean, I guess once they sort of did away with the Absalom stuff, mm-hmm. she sort of became obsolete. Yeah, yeah, that that's regard. true. That's true. And then, so we're talking about three words, which is basically Mulder's back, he's doing his own thing, um, something about conspiracies, a colonization, like blah, blah, blah. Okay. Viennan is a episode, um, uh, more about sort of the black oil. <laughs> oh, oh, didn't realize the black oil was still on the table. Yeah, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, they're, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think what our plan is, is to then hit the end of right. this season. To do essence and existence. Which means we'll be skipping another non, um, one called alone, which is, um, Till now. basically the, the Scully going on maternity leave episode. Like she doesn't oh. have the baby, but she's like not, oh. not doing things. Okay. Do we, do you remember in the episodes that we watched as Mulder like find out about the pregnancy at some point? I think he'll find out in the next episode. Oh, all right. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. We are talking about the next episode. Yeah, I think he finds out in the next one. I don't um, think it will be further than that. For that, we've got one more thing to do. we got to spook. Uh, this is not <sighs> happening in Dead Alive. Okay. Who should we spook? Who should we spook? Who should we spook? Who should we spook? I don't know. Who do you want to spook? Um, I think Absalom I'm going to spook. Ah, uh, yes, Absalom. Happening. I was going to say Jeremiah Smith, but you know it's Absalom. No, for sure. Jeremiah Smith is at least doing like, Absalom is just a creepo He's not spooky depot. either, yeah. 
And um, then Dead Alive, oh, it's got to be Billy Miles. It's got to be, you know, really? specifically. I was going to say either him or Crycheck. For me, it's the makeup effect on Billy Miles. For you, it's like the Crycheck rule is whenever Crycheck's in the episode, he's the spook because he's, because he, he's spook sucks. You just hate him. <laughs> I do hate him. Yeah. Nicholasly. So Nothing against him. Next week, we see what a post molder season eight looks like. Of course, if you have any thoughts about the X Files and the episodes we're watching, you know what to do. X Files at postshowrecaps.com. Bloom Files at postshowrecaps.com. You can tweet us at Ange Pelagi, at a Mike Bloom type, at Post Show Recaps. And hey, if you're checking out hey. the new TV, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hope hey, hey, you hope, there. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, if you're w- into watching some new TV and you happen to watch a little show called The Witcher, that's coming back real soon. That's coming back Friday. December We're gonna 30th. be doing it. Yeah, uh, Angela and I are gonna be covering the Witcher season two. Uh, in fact, we've already put the out Witcher. two podcasts. That's how you say it. Is that I did not realize you had <laughs> no. to say it with that inflection. Uh, we've already <laughs> Sorry, joking. We've already put out your choking and joking. Uh, oh, we so put out, funny. We put out two podcasts. One was just a regular kickoff, like generic. This is what you need to know about yes. the Witcher. Mm-hmm. But last week, this past week, we got into really deep dig, much like Mulder's grave. We really got into it about basically what season one was about, where it left all of their characters, all of the timelines, mm-hmm. and some possible stuff we can look forward to in season two. So if you haven't seen the show in a while, or if you are understandably confused at some stuff at the end of season one, I would say that's like your catch-all guide to what you need to know about The Witcher season one before you jump into season two. Yeah, there's also, uh, did you say that Netflix thing too you can watch? No, you didn't. Yeah, there's a show, there's like a, a recap on Netflix you can watch. I think it's like a half hour. Yeah, but then also what's going to happen is we are going to be doing, though Netflix likes to drop all of its episodes at the same time, we're going weekly for The Witcher. So for next week, we will be covering the premiere as close to the release date as possible on the 17th. We're just going to be doing a recap of that episode proper. Mm -hmm. But then moving forward with every other weekly episode, we're going to be doing it from two perspectives. One is from just the standalone talking through the episode. The other part is going to be from the perspective of having watched the entire season. Yes. Looking back, trying to see how does it relate. Oh, that's fun. We should have realized this was happening, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, a, it's a way to watch for both. Oh, that's fun. That, that, that. Yeah, you know, the way I usually talk about it. The way it, you usually talk, yeah, uh, of course. But, so it's a, it's, we're trying to cover our bases here with both the bingers and maybe the a bit of the slower intakers when it comes to this stuff. So yes, hopefully exactly. no matter how you take in The Witcher, you're along for the ride for us. Uh, you know, they're... We're not exactly dealing with aliens, but we are dealing with a lot of supernatural things. So hopefully there's some common Maybe aliens, there. we don't know. I don't know. That could be the big reveal at the end. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure not. <laughs> so anyway, check out that out as well as all the other great stuff going on on Posture Recap. Yes. Too much to name, but we have a lot happening, including the Bloom Files, which will be back next week. Again, episodes 16 and 18 of season eight. Thank you all so much for listening. Special thanks to Corey B for his theme song. Till next week, case closed. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.